Hey, Jake's back and he's got his own show. He's on the mic and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, Jess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for Waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Good morning, Bakers. What is going on, everyone? Happy 1st of June. June 1st, as it's known in some parts of the world. Uh, welcome to Wake and Jake. Hope you guys are having a good morning today. Uh, as we enter summer, I, I know we've done this. I think JJR, we had a big thing on this a while back. Um, summer doesn't... When's the actual first day of summer? June 21st or 22nd. Kind of depends on the year, I think. And we kind of deemed that was a lie. Um... June 1st is the start of summer. I mean, Memorial Day kind of commemorates it, but if you're in the Northeast, you know, you could still... I was playing golf this weekend on Memorial Day in 50 and rainy weather. Didn't scream summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Pretty annoying they didn't line it up on, like, the 1st or 15th or something that start all the seasons. Like, like as far as, like, officially... Makes sense to me. I don't even know who made the season rules. Those like actual I, like scientists? I get, like, I get that, like, summer begins, like, at the equinox and stuff. Like but the height of the sun and stuff? Okay. Or not, I guess that wouldn't be the, the solstice. Equinox would be fall and spring. But, like, why why did we not make our calendar around those better? BBD, the older you get, the more you realize it was just people making it up. Um. Whoa! Heavy on a Wednesday morning. Uh, seeing some friends in the chat. Tom Ace, Rusty Rages, Snarly, uh, Zendino, Evan Phillips, and his Reds. We actually might talk about them a little bit because we wanted to do some baseball today. Uh, I had noted to BBD and forgot uh, that for the June 1st episode, wanted to do like, well, what did we find out? We're almost two months in. April yeah. 7th was opening Normal. day. Normal year we're at, basically, we're, we're typically like over two months now, I guess. We usually start, start with like a, a little change before April. So it's, we are starting to get heavy into this baseball season, and uh, it's what makes it a beautiful sport. My Angels I've been high on, uh, they're entering a rough patch right now. Uh, will will it be a, a terminating rough patch, or will it be, uh, oh, yeah, they lost a couple ball games and they bounced back. Uh, we will find out. I will find out. I will be at the Yankees game tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Tom Ace asking if I'll be in the dugout. No, uh, you may see someone that looks like me in the Angels dugout. Um, but uh, my guy Fao in the chat. Yeah, the Reds beat the Red Sox last night. That was a whole big deal. Uh, first time the Reds beat... The Red Sox since 1975. Balanced schedule coming next year. Get ready for that. Uh, I want to do a little uh, team stuff. What did we? What do we think we know about some of these teams, and what do we now know? Um, if you're looking for some individual player stuff, you might want to go to Talking Baseball today. The all 
JM team. Uh, We've given out pedals uh, in hopes of giving out daisies at the end of the year. Also, LGR. The Rangers play tonight against the Lightning. Mm. Um, in the Garden, I was too proud, as I often am. Uh, I saw that... I saw that the Rangers had the same amount of regular season points than Tampa, and I was just too scared to ask the internet, like, who was going to be the home team. But I don't know, man. The Garden's been rocking. It's been in. Igor's going nuts. I know this Tampa Bay Lightning squad is, I don't know if you'd say they're part of a dynasty, but Stamkos, Hedman, um... I mean, they just feel like yesteryear's Panoran and Kreider, you know? Um, I don't actually know hockey, but a good rest versus rust conversation there because the Lightning swept uh, while the Rangers went to Game 7 again. Although, pretty badass. Rangers currently list no injured players. Um, That's pretty nuts because they all may be. Uh, But that's supposed to be a lot of fun, the two... I think arguably the two best goalkeepers, uh, Vasi and Igor, uh, and I love goalie play. So we'll be at the stadium tonight uh, checking out some Rangers TV screens. Might be uh, might be living the sweet life. We'll see. We'll see. Not to brag, but um, and Rusty Ray just says it's it's because of regulation wins was the tiebreaker. Huh. So, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. And, yeah, Fayo, I've, see, I've seen you chat and tweeting saying that the Ranger fans are about to get the noise tonight uh, running into this lightning team. We just took down a hurricane, dude. Being scared of a little lightning? Hurricanes have lightning. I think some of them. Some cracks. There's got to be some lightning in hurricanes. Um. All right, let's. Uh, and NBA Finals starts tomorrow, so June comes. We're in the heat of baseball season. Awesome. Oh, surprisingly, though, hurricanes are typically described as violent thunderstorms accompanied by whirling masses of wind and rain. They rarely produce lightning. Hur- rarely. Hurricanes swirl, they blow, and they flood, but seldom do they crackle. Oh, that's lightningmaster.com. That was a little heavy for me to take in right now. Um Celtics Golden State tomorrow, tomorrow Thursday. Um you know, I uh I was kind of going in on Boston a little bit. You guys have known I've been on the Golden State train for a little while now. Um, you know what? NBA people I respect. Uh, apparently, NBA analytics love the Celtics. Like, there's been some projections that were like the Celtics had like an 80% chance to win the NBA Finals like a round ago. Um so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I, in a way, I'm more excited for the series um, than I was a couple days ago. I, 
half sheepishly, half not. I was kind of like Golden State in five. Like, they're just battle-tested. They've done this so many times before. Clay is back. Wiggins looks incredible. Chef Curry with the shot. Boy. Draymond is always a wild card a little bit. Uh, Smart, Tatum, Brown. Excited to see it play out. You know, next time we check in with you guys, uh, we should have two, three, two games under our belt. They're probably going Thursday, Saturday? Thursday, Sunday? Thursday, Sunday. They could do it Thursday, Sunday. They could do it Thursday, Sunday. NBA... I went to the wrong app. They like to milk it. BBD's going to check in on it. Um, This bad app is terrible. Just terrible. Dan Webb, early comment of the day, Jake sucks being a Warriors guy? That tracks. Come on. I can understand not liking them when Durant joined. Because, like, you know, that's some BS super team shit. Like, Durant... Thursday, Sunday. Thursday, Sunday. There you go. Um, you know, Durant, like, there's an argument he's an all-time starting five NBA guy, and he joined arguably one of the best teams in history. I get you hating that. They, but, like, they've been hurt. They've been out of it. It's Curry, Clay, and Dre, and Steve Kerr. They, like, bottomed out. They are on the play-in game last year. Like, they're the team that, like, changed the way basketball is played. It's... When they were the best team ever and then signed Durant because just perfect storm. Totally on board with that was a team you could hate. Dan Webb followed with go Mavs, Jake. Luca is my religion. So we found out that was a little rooted. That was a little rooted. Um, Shell Haley compound podcast should be fired today. Always good compound numbers. People have been enjoying. I was on Farm to Fame that came out today. Maybe go check that out. Me, Peter Moylan, and Matty Mass. You may know him as Flag Guy from GeoGuessr. Um, all right. Let's do some baseball. A little bit of what we thought we knew coming into the season. A little bit of what we know now. And kind of where it all lands. Uh, your standings as of today... Yankees, Jays, Rays, Sox, Orioles. Twins, White Sox, Guardians, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals. Houston Astros, Los Angeles Angels, Texas Rangers, Seattle Mariners. The Oakland Athletics. Uh, I guess we'll do AL first. And it's funny, if we did this a week ago... Before the Blue Jays went on their six-game win streak, what would I have said about them? I like to think I still would have said, I think they're a really good baseball team, but their record would have definitely reflected a lot differently. Um, And I do think they're a really good baseball team, but like Jimmy alluded to and got some hate from Blue Jays fans, and I I think is something true in kind of all aspects of sport. Like, if you're new, you still got to prove it. Everything can look fine on paper. You still got to prove it. And I think their first month and a half was that. They ended up around 500. Some of their guys were playing good, not incredible. Like, think about this. I'm not saying this in a a shots fired across the bow, but BBD, we're pretty close to the baseball pulse. I'd say so. Have you heard a ton about Vladdy this year? Not really. 
I know, I know it's good, but... 249, 342, 780 OPS. Like, I love Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, last year, he was 311, 401, a one dot OPS. The full season. He's been fine this year. He hasn't gone. He hasn't gone this year. And again, like, I don't... I would buy as much Vladdy stock as I possibly could. I love him. He's incredible. He's a monster. Um, you know, Matt Chapman has been struggling at the dish for them. Uh, he had a big homer the other night, but the point remains. You know, they... Just it was a cool thing I saw. Their best hitter this year has been George Springer, who was out most of last year and was a, one of the reasons I was buying a lot of Blue Jays stock. His career stats are insane. We ignore him a lot. Their second best hitter so far this year has been Alejandro Kirk. Some of that is tied into a big game last night, which, you know, again, shows the beauty of baseball a little bit. But I think part of this exercise is we're at a point where one game doesn't sway things too, too much anymore. Right. It's it's not supposed to. Um, you know, in some cases it still can, but... It helps. Bo Bichette, OPS at 718. On base percentage, 292. Um, you know, Santiago Espinal's been one of their better players this year. So, you put things in buckets. Gossman has been good. Manoa has been better than good. Uh, Barrios and Ryu have not been good. Um, the Blue Jays are a very good baseball team. We pretty much thought they would be, and I guess my spin there is we haven't even, I don't think they've clicked. I think they're still going to click. They've just won six straight, so maybe it's happening. Maybe we're in the midst of it. The Blue Jays are a good baseball team. The Rays are the Rays. I'm not even going to spend time on them. They're 28 and 21. I don't think they're as scary as previous years. That was kind of a take I leaned into. They're going to be in it the whole way. They're almost like a marathon runner. They're like the tortoise and the hare. And they're the tortoise. They're going to run their goddamn race. And the Blue Jays and the Yankees, at some times they're going to sprint. At some times they're going to get distracted or hit by a car. Whoa. Maybe I need to reread the tortoise and the hare. That didn't sound right. Um, the Rays are going to be around at the end. It's just a matter of how good the Jays and the Yankees can be. Our New York Yankees, BBD, had some question marks coming into the season. We thought they had a chance to be good. They had talent. We thought Garrett Cole could be good. We thought Luis Severino could, could be back. We hoped DJ LeMayhew could return to form. He did for a little bit. He's, his numbers are uh, slip-sliding a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, Rizzo it seems, it seems to maybe have found something of, of recent, but yeah. Rizzo had the incredible first month. He's kind of gone back of late. The New York Yankees pitching. Some serious noises coming from above right, uh, us right now. Is that above us or is that? You think it's behind? I am. At first, I thought it was. People too. play with a lot of balls. I don't know. At first, I thought it was behind you too. I thought. Then I, I, my second listen, I thought it was. I was thinking there could be, like, there's a door. I don't know. Yeah. Yankees are good. 
The Yankees are really good. Their pitching is unreal. Uh, the effort they get from their starting pitching every night and their bullpen is crazy. You combine that with an Aaron Judge potential MVP season and different guys participating at different points of the season, whether it's Rizzo's first month, Glaber Torres now. Uh, you know, the Yankees' offense, they're homering. That was one of the surprises last night. Yeah. They tied... What team Milwaukee. did they tie? They tied the Milwaukee Brewers, which... Who only recently yeah. got going in that department, too. Another, uh, whoa, moment. Uh, for most home runs. So did the Brewers hit another home run after the they game did. or something? I don't, I don't know. know. Um, Yankees offense, they're ninth in runs. And that's probably... That's probably where they've landed. I guess they're a top 10 offense, what Judge has been doing, getting some help around that. Um, you know, we're coming off a few weeks ago where they're missing Josh Donaldson and Giancarlo Stanton. Those are two massive hitters. Massive hitters. So, the Yankees are a wagon. They're going to be it in, be it in it till the end. Um, Yankee fans are always already dreaming up deadline stuff. Uh, and because they have some obvious... Places to that are upgraded. They have upgrades. And I think, you know, I think the funny thing is the Yankees have the best record in baseball. Um, and you can point out three layup upgrade things they can do. Yeah. I said they, they can start looking into. So if you're every team outside of that, you probably have the same, uh, to be completely honest. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have been a disappointed disappointment. They're starting to get juice. Um, I don't know. I, I think they had to keep it rolling, and they kind of didn't. Uh, they ended up losing the series to the Orioles, a best of five. And then they host the Reds for a two-gamer at home, and they lost the game last night. I already mentioned it. They lost last night two to one. Don't get me wrong. Like I know Luis Castillo was on the bump and he's he's a great pitcher, but well, actually, I'm gonna save them later because the Reds had a nice little month of May. How about that? Um Red Sox, like how do I say this without pissing off Red Sox fans? This kind of makes sense. They should be closer to 500. They had a very slow, brutal start. It kind of makes sense where the Red Sox are. When you actually look at the roster, they're starting to find their team identity again of being able to hit. When they couldn't hit, that was bizarre. Fenway Park, their lineup, just really weird stuff. Um... I really think they had to keep the momentum going. They leave Thursday for a West Coast trip. Oakland, fine. Go do your work there. But you're still in Oakland it, on the so West Coast. West, you're, you, if you're a Red Sox fan, you're not going to be able to demand a sweep. Four at the Angels. And then you go to Seattle. So I, I really think the Red Sox with the Orioles and Cincinnati, that was their... Fuel the fire, get back to 500, get back in this race, and they kind of flunk the dunk. And then you go on a West Coast trip, all of a sudden it's going to be the middle of June. 
And then you're going to be looking at July. And with what the Yankees, I think what the Jays are going to do and the consistency of the Rays. It just ain't it. Um, Boston is up to fifth in runs, fifth in OPS, third in batting average. So their, their offense has kind of flipped the script already. But for a while, they were just missing. Uh, Orioles are pesky. Still can't really talk about you. Love you, Orioles. I think their record ends up slipping back to Orioles land right around 100 losses. Sorry. Um, that's the AL East. I always, I feel like I always do the AL first and I get hung up. Um, so I'll try to keep it moving. Yeah. And there's everything we've been saying about the Orioles, the real players have been agreeing. So that's good for the Orioles. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're tougher. And they got a couple guys that can pitch. They used to not have that. Um, remind me of that when it comes to bro of the night. Um, there's a nice story on the interstate yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The Minnesota Twins. What did we think we knew before the season? We thought they had a chance to hit. They've hit a little bit. Uh, eighth. They've been a top 10 hitting team. Eighth in OPS. Uh, eighth in average. Fifth in on-base percentage. 11th in homers. 11th in runs. Uh, so, I mean, they're, they're right there. We thought the Twins might have some of the worst starting pitching in baseball. Their starting pitching is fifth in ERA. They are first in home runs allowed in a good way. I guess last in home runs allowed? First They've in, given up the fewest homers. First in preventing home runs. Home run prevention. Uh, <laughs> so credit to their pitching coach. Well, flip side, the relievers are the worst at it. Yeah. We're not on to them yet, but... A one and a 30. Hilarious. It's a good mix. Health balances everything in life. Man, they have to regret the Paddock Taylor Rogers trade so much. Um, anyways, uh, Sonny Gray been turning it on. Right now, their rotation is Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Devin Smeltzer, Bailey Ober, and Chris Archer. Um, Dobnak's out. Maeda's been out. Paddock, Tommy John. Joe Ryan, I believe, is COVID, and hopefully he he can come back soon. Mm. Again, it's just not a who's who's of pitchers, and they're getting a really good effort out of there. The Minnesota Twins also what we... We, we stumbled into this in TPPs, but I don't think it was known. This was a go year for them. This was a go year for them. Uh, I think their GM's contract was coming up, something like that. We like that. A lot of their top prospects, their one, two, three, four, five, five, six, seven. Their seven top prospects. Seven. Seven. Their seven top prospects, according to fan graphs, are all estimated to be in the show this year. One, two, three, four, five. Five out of seven, I can confirm, have played Major League Baseball this year. Just off the top of your head. So that's five young guys with potential. You know, baseball, that means a lot of things. But think about it. When you're calling guys up or doing whatever you're doing on a baseball team, we see some random cats get the call. They're giving a chance to their top prospects. Um And with that, and with getting Correa right before the season, the trade with the Yankees, we didn't know what the Minnesota Twins were going to be. 
We kind of thought they were going to be Red Sox-ish, if you will. A team that could probably hit with you, but maybe end of the day can't pitch with you. They've been better than that. They are in a commanding position. Um, a commanding position in the AL Central, mostly due to the fact that the Chicago White Sox have stunk. I say stunk. Stunk according to their expectations. They're 23 and 24. They're supposed to be a powerhouse, man. And they felt like they were just supposed to have their window where they went. Now, Red Sox, White Sox, a lot of teams, you heard me last episode or last episode of Talking Baseball, the Nationals were sneaking up on 19 and 31, which was their crazy pivot point of their season. One of the teams I'm probably going to poo-poo on will flip the switch. Things will happen and good for them. <laughs> right now, the White Sox, they, they had the injury bug, but the vibes are just a wreck there. Uh, I don't know if it's La Russa. I don't know if it's just the injuries, but they don't do anything well. And looking at, I mean, look at just their offense and their team that that depth was a big part of what they're doing. I guess I'd say their pitching was more deep. Whatever their their baseball reference projected lineup, they have three guys with above average seasons. One of them's Tim Anderson, pedal, um, and he's out right now. Just went on the IL. Jose Abreu's one of them, and he's he's having not a Jose Abreu season. He's, a, he's like a little above average in the down offensive environment this year, and, and Louis Robert, good stuff. Uh, a little trick to that is Andrew Vaughn is hitting well, and he's listed as a, as a bench player on, on that chart. My guy. But still, like they're they, not hitting. They don't do, they don't do anything well. Uh, they're 27th in OPS. 27th. That's bad. Uh. 16th in starter ERA, 23rd in reliever ERA. I mean, this was supposed to be like a special bullpen. Like a special bull and a special rotation. There was an argument they had the best bullpen, the best rotation. They're not doing anything. At least the rotation, like they've been banged up, guys in and out. You can you can slide on that. They have guys with track records you can believe in. But the bullpen, I don't know what... There's nothing to say. I, this team has had a lot of injuries. Fine. Crochet thing. You got to go. You got to go. And I, I don't know if you... Uh, I don't know what you do. I, I said it jokingly, but I half believed it. It was one of those. Like, they needed almost an internal team fight. I don't know if it's something with TLR and... Could they ever actually do an action item there? Because TLR was only hired because the owner likes him. Which, by the way, good guy to be liked by. <laughs> but man. <clears throat> White Sox. I thought you were supposed to be the class of the American League. Or at least believe that through the regular season. And you have flat and, out disappointed. And then part of what we liked about them was was the depth that we we thought they had to withstand an injury bug like this, which... Right. That's an important part of a good team. That is, that is year after year, proves, proves more and more important. Um, and it's not held up. 
The Cleveland Guardians are who we thought they were. Um, Nailed that one. All-time sports quote. Um, I mean, the hitting was better than expected to start the season. Uh, The pitching's been catching up. They're 21 and 24. I mean, they're just the epitome of like 500 baseball. There's stuff you like about them. You wish their payroll wasn't comically low. If this was a $100 million payroll team, which would probably still be low. Right. Which on, you know, on the major league chart, I think that's around middle of the pack. I'd have to bring it up. Cleveland. It's just nothing. It's just young guys and hope of that there's more. If they were a $100 million payroll team, they're probably first in the AL Central. That's why they frustrate me. Then we're talking two pretty big disappointments, one a lot bigger than the other. The Detroit Tigers, they spent money this offseason. They're 19 and 30. I do want to get their I want to get their May splits to see if it got better cuz it feels like it kind of did. Uh, cuz they jumped and this is the one I'll hit quickly. The Kansas City Royals, just a massive disappointment. You know, they were supposed to be this kind of quirky they got a lot of young pitchers that you can maybe buy into. They've got some veterans. Ben Tendy's having a crazy year. Uh, he's hitting all over the park. He's one of the best left fielders in baseball. We we looked into that. They're a massive disappointment. Um, like, that's that's kind of my... That's my speech yeah. for the Royals. They're going to be selling... Uh, and I think they thought they were going to be, uh, you know, our young pitchers and Bobby Witt Jr. and Salvi went nuts last year. Whit Merrifield. They, th- they thought they were going to play games that m- mattered in August and September, and it's not looking. Not like even it. close. And like preseason, we all were like, "Oh, they're lineup one to nine. Might can... be. Fun. It was a sneaky lineup. It's not. Um, and they, I mean, they don't. We knew they didn't have that depth, but." Kansas like they have most of their dudes. Um, Lendez is up. They're pitching. Uh, sometimes it's that simple. 28th in ERA, 29th in bullpen ERA. Um, yeah. No, Melendez, the catcher, he's, he's like been all right for them. Hunter Dozier's having a, an okay year. Um, Witt, terrible start. I, I think he's starting to get a little better. But yeah. They have him playing more shortstop now. Yeah, you just I can't even talk about you. Uh, I'm sorry, Royals. You're the worst team in the American League. By far. By like three games. Detroit Tigers jumped them. Their month of improvement wasn't as improved as I hoped. They're 12-17 and 17 in May. Uh, their story is they're hitting. Every time I open it up, I know I've told you guys here, I've told you guys I'm talking baseball. It's just the saddest thing. Uh, 28th in average, 29th in OBP, 29th in OPS, 30th in runs, 30th in homers. Their bullpen's been really good. Uh, their starting pitching has has underachieved, and it had a lot of injuries. Uh, that You know, you kind of have to be careful with that sometimes because every team does have injuries. They have a whole rotation. Um, Erod, Pineda, Turnbull, Matt Manning, Tyler Alexander. I missed one. Casey Mize, did I say that? Don't think you did. He's supposed to be like their guy. So, when you're missing six starting pitchers, you have a little bit of an excuse. 
And as those guys come back, you know, maybe they get a little juice later this year, but their hitting has been so, so bad. Uh, they're a really big disappointment. They're a really di- big disappointment. Uh, Houston, I'm going to be quick on. We thought they were good. We thought maybe there was a chance they'd take a step back. Nah, <clears throat> not even close. Verlander is full Verlander. Uh, Jeremy Pena has outplayed Correa this year. Good organizations are good organizations. Um, yeah. And it, part of that is we thought other teams in the division, which we'll get to. And, it, like, their their offense hasn't fully clicked this year. They're 12th in OPS, 4th in homers, 25th in batting average. So, like, yeah. you know. And their batting average guys... Yuli Gurriel to a team. Batting yeah. average, of course, not everything, but that's a lot of hits they were accounting for that aren't there. Father time won. Um, no, they're kind of like we're saying with the Yankees, a really good team that has room for upgrades. Houston is right there. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Uh, they're currently on a six-game loser as they play our Yankees. Um, they really need a good start, and they got it. Uh, they're getting really close to squandering it. <clears throat> I do think they have a ton of talent, and the league is starting to respect that talent. They got to be careful. Um, East Coast trip, Yankees, Phillies, and then they go back home and they play the Red Sox. So survive the rest of this road trip. But they go Red Sox, Mets, Dodgers, Mariners. Royals, Mariners, White Sox, and then it's Marlins, Orioles. Okay. I'll say this. What I just said about the Red Sox and the what um the Red Sox that it was kind of their go time and they missed it. Angels are in a window right now where they have to survive and they're currently not. Um because if they don't, you go Mets, Dodgers, you start sneaking close to 500. And if you go under 500, that's when it's a dangerous time. That's when your hot start has been completely eliminated and it's like over. That being said, they have a ton of star power still. They have a ton of talent. That's why I believed in them. I think it'll be able to carry them through. But man, they've got a tough June. They've got a tough June. Be careful, Angels. Don't make me sell stock. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. Uh, But they're still... We thought there was a chance they could be bad this year. They're not bad. So that's a win. That's a win for the Angels. Um, Now here's two flip-flop surprises. The Texas Rangers got to 500 last night. Hey, they're 24 and 24. They had themselves a nice little May. Let me bring up the numbers for you. Um, and good for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Trevor Plouffe's over hating them, I think. Uh, in May, the Texas Rangers went 17 and 10. That's a May, babe. That's a May. It's a good uh, month. Martin Perez has been the best pitcher in the American League so far. 
Their little catching duo has been good. Jonah Heim and Mitch Garver. The Texas Rangers, they're 500. I'm not freaking out. I love Taylor Hearn. You guys know that. He's been on this show before. They're starting to call up some young guys and take, you know, they called up Josh Smith the other day. Uh, he was part of the Joey Gallo, Gallo trade. Uh, Glenn Otto, also a part of that. Um, they are middle of the pack kind of at everything. And it kind of makes sense, right? That's how you end up being 500. Um, I guess for them the win is Simeon did nothing for a while. Nothing. He's starting to go. He's starting to go. Uh, Corey Seager, sneaking in a pretty good year. Uh, he also started slow. He's starting to go. Cole Calhoun on a heater recently. Loved that. Adelise nice. Garcia. Um couple guys they trust in their bullpen. Good for the Texas Rangers. They, I don't, I don't want to say their best case was being a 500 team. They just had a 17 and 10 May. That's very real. They're almost giving me last year's Tigers vibes. Even like, a little oh, better. Bad, oh, bad first month, but oh, they were pretty Maybe good a little the better. rest of the way. They can, they can be better. Athletics, I'll do this quick. We knew they were going to stink. They've stunk. Uh, worst offense in baseball. They don't want to be better than that. Some guys pitch, some guys don't. Rangers one loss back of the Angels. The Seattle Mariners. One of the biggest disappointments in baseball. They're closer to the Oakland Athletics than the Texas Rangers, currently ahead of them in the standings. Um... Their hitting has been okay. They've been enigmatic. We've talked about it on Talking Baseball. None of the jump numbers jump off the page, and you're like, whoa, crap. Sometimes that's kind of one of the worst things. When you're seeing a lot of your stuff happening, and you can't pinpoint the problem, it's, kinda, it's going to the doctor, right? When you go to the doctor and you find out, oh, you know, you've got, you've got a pulled calf. You say, oh, okay, what do I need to do? And they're like, well, don't walk on it for a week, and then we'll start doing some light rehab. You'll be better in three weeks. You say, okay, that's perfect. When a doctor looks at you and says, I'm not sure what's wrong, that's, that's, that's the bad time. That's kind of Seattle. That's kind of Seattle right now. Um, obviously, there's a couple things that could be Better, but it's not like, whoa. They need to address this yesterday. Um, their bullpen needs to get a little better. Everything just needs to get a little better. And that's where I'm super interested to find out. They're playing Baltimore right now. I think they got a big win last night. Texas, who jumped them in the division. And then at Houston. Um, they're the team I don't think I'm going to be able to quit because I, I actually believe in all of it. It's the doctor's diagnosis. Mm. Like, I think one day, every part of their team needs to get a little bit better. And I think they all can. The hitting, the starting, the bullpen. But in that division, when I start to rethink it, 
Does that mean they're hunting down Anaheim? Because I've had some Anaheim stock. You know, they are, they're five and a half games back at Anaheim. That's, that's not much at this point of the year. Not insurmountable. I might have just talked myself into the Mariners that I hate. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I, can't, I really can't figure out. Like We've, looking at trying to look at like their stat sheet, and it's like, all right. I mean, like every team can use one more good, really good reliever. Sure, I guess they they could really use one. They haven't gotten much bullpen help, but like offensively, they haven't gotten a lot of production out of their outfield. But but like but like you're. Like, they're only going to do better if, like, Winker starts really going, which I think he's rolling a little better, and, and Hanniger comes back. You know that dude's going to hit, yeah. but he's been out, and he but he, and he has an injury history, and I don't know the prognosis. That's kind of the only, like, spot in the lineup that's like, oh, they've not had enough there. How about this? That'll be the last day to buy Seattle Mariners stock because he is one of the most overlooked players in baseball. Um, let's see. said... 39 homers last year. 10 week, right? Like that's he's he's very Dead good. Ball. Um July 10th potentially would be a 10 week recovery all-star game. So, uh I don't know. Uh, that might be the last very last day to buy Mariner stock and I don't know what they're going to do between now and then. Um Yeah. Uh and by the way, Mr. Lost Wookie in the chat, great name. All-time name. Uh, said, as a Rangers fan, would love for them to be 500. That would be a 20-game improvement over last year. Yeah. That's where I was so gung-ho about that month and what, what they just did. Yeah, um, We talked about how much like, P- TPP season we were talking about. How, you know, they did all these improvements. Think about where they were. 500 would be. That's great. great. It's quacktastic. Um, that was your American League. Uh, in the National League, this is fun. We'll go back to the East, step right up, and meet the Mets. We said, and we all kind of bought in because we were like, all right, they've got the talent. They added Max Scherzer. We all kind of fully bought in because they've got Buck Showalter, uh, a culture changer, a proven culture changer, every stop he's made. And the Mets, let's be honest, that was their biggest concern. Think about how nuts that is. We love the squad. We're just worried about your company as a whole. Buck Showalter has changed everything. Scherzer's out. DeGrom ain't pitched. They are 34 and 17. They are basically uh, tied for the best record in the National League. Them and Dodgers are doing a percentage point game. Now, when Max Scherzer was out there, he he did look like Max Scherzer, which is really good for the Mets, but he's out for a while. Their offense, number one, in batting average and on base percentage, second in OPS, second in runs. I love looking at fan graphs, and they give a power rankings number that I don't fully know what it means, but I just kind of drink it up. Isn't that funny? Red is good, kind of like baseball savant. Um, Pete Alonzo, Frankie Lindor, Starling Marte, uh, Jeff McNeil. Eddie Escobar not having a bad year. 
Brandon Nimmo for center fielders. Go check out what he's about, man. Their offense has been one of the best in baseball. Um, and I don't think we knew that. I think we knew they had talented pieces. I really liked their depth. They just sent down Dom Smith, who Dom Smith was on some people's like best young hitters list a, a year or two ago. This team has all the talent. They are missing... I mean, they're missing Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, and Tyler McGill, who remember when he burst on the scene this year and everyone's like, dude, he's a freak, huh? <laughs> Trevor May out. Friend we DM'd yesterday, not a big deal. We didn't know if the Mets culture would actually change. We didn't know their offense would be elite. It is, and their team is elite. Meet the Mets. Huh. The rest of the NLEs. Okay, let's check the box on the Nationals. We thought it was a don't care, and we don't. They're bad. I'll keep going up. The Marlins, they're 19-27. and 27. Jeter leaving right before the season didn't feel like a great sign. That didn't feel like a thumbs up when one of the guys with more of baseball's respect said, I'm dipping because we're not following the plan anymore. That seemed like a bad sign. And I think it has been. Um, because it's the same story. It's the same story in Miami. I mean, they have a litter of young pitching. Like... That you dream about. Know how the joke a couple years ago was like... Who are all the guys? It was... Uh, Yelich, Ozuna... Stanton. Stanton... Is there, were there other guys? Uh, D. Gordon was there. I don't know if you, you're including yeah. him in that. Yeah. Um, you know, going back a few more years before that, it was... Real Mudo. Uh, going back a few years before that, I mean, you go to, like, the A.J. Burnett's and... Uh, who is that guy with the goatee? Josh Beckett. <laughs> 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 that was Yankee fandom coming out. Just leaked out of me. Uh, stuff, and we can all admit that. It just feels like we're going to be five years from now, and they'll have just exchange traded Alcantara, and Pablo Lopez is a stud somewhere, and Trevor Rogers is a stud somewhere, and maybe Jesus Sanchez, maybe uh, um, Jazz Chisholm. Like, there, there's a ton of... Ten Them in Cleveland. And by the way, I think their payroll blows Cleveland out of the water. For them... They at least, like, signed dudes. I was going to blame the division, but the other teams in the division are eating shit right now. Like, other than the Mets going nut job, it would be... It's kind of the, the ideal... Like, going into the season, the perfect storm for the Marlins. You know what? How about this? I would buy... <laughs> after that angry speech I just gave... You could talk me into just a little bit of Marlins stock if you just took a nibble. Because their offensive numbers aren't atrocious. Their starting pitching is awesome. Their bullpen is okay. Right now, their offense is middle of the pack in everything except runs scored. So, you know, end of the day, that's how we actually used to measure this whole thing. That was the pie in the sky, man. 
Uh, but hey, that's why we have these other numbers now because sometimes that dictates. So they're a little more, those help predict. Future results. Um, interested to see. I guess, I guess that's where, when you see all that on paper, they, they still have a chance. And maybe I'm tying it more into the Phillies eating shit. We wondered how that experiment would look. It's looking awful, man. Every time I find myself watching the Phillies, it's it's tough to watch. It's like tough baseball to stomach. They're they're like the worst version of the Rays. <laughs> like it's it's they tried to zig when everyone's zagging. They're zigging, which I respect, but the aspects they zigged in are tough to watch, man. Um, typically the teams zig and they go like all in on defense and base running and they're like yeah we're gonna not make any mistakes there and here's what i know the bullpen is bad again at least kind of steal some bases the defense is awful the the other stuff like the hitting and starting pitching yeah the exper the experiment is not working and, hey, maybe I'll be here August 1st, and I'll say, look what happened this summer. But I, the product looks so bad and feels so bad, and there's something in me as a baseball fan that just says, if you're showing up to the ballpark every night and you think your defense sucks and you think your bullpen sucks, I don't think you can be a winning baseball team. Um, and 21 and 29, and Jeff Passan starting to tweet about them, where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't know if it's Girardi. I don't know if it's Dombrowski. There's a lot of smoke. Yeah, yeah. looking at those those Phillies numbers, the starting pitchers, all the numbers you can control, the ones that go into, like, FIP. Right. Those are fine. Great. Good, even. Great to some. Yeah. And like all those other numbers are kind of middle of the pack, and that seems very much due to the nobody's-a-plus-defender thing. They should, they should absolutely have just two stud defenders on their team. They should have a shortstop who's lights out, and Andrew Velasquez don't care about his hitting at all. Joe Madden's literally quoted saying that, which is almost rude, but true. And then they should have, like, a lights-out center fielder. It would go a long way. First base is a hitting position, so rude, but they help everyone else, whatever. Right. If you had just that and none of the other guys... Throw it in the dirt, I'll get it. Interested. Uh, and, they're, and they went all in on offense. The offense just isn't special. Yeah. The, the other one that I don't really know how to attack, and they deserve some hate, is the Atlanta Braves. It just doesn't seem like they've cared. They, my snakes... Just took two games from them as they were sneaking up to 500. I'll say this. We have, we have East Coast bias. We're from the East Coast. You watch more East Coast sports. You're awake for it. It's, it is impossible to argue that the, AL, the NL East is better than the, AL, the NL West. I'll say it again because I messed it up both times. It's almost impossible to say the NL East is better than the NL West. Yet, you look at a lot of the names and you look at a lot of the feel coming into this season, and that's not what it felt like. I didn't order that. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. 
I don't know what's up with the Braves. Uh, they're kind of the reverse Marlins. Some of the, their batting average and OPP kind of stink, but they're 17th in runs. They're fifth in homers. Their starting pitching has been bad. Um, which Kyle Wright and Max Fried have been really good. I guess everyone else kind of hasn't been pulling the boat. I guess that's, it sounds so, here's what I'll say. I think I might have just found my diagnosis. Like, I'm fine with where their offense is at. A couple guys can be better, sure. That's fine. I'll believe that. If they start getting the starting pitching efforts that they need, which I think they have the guys for, they're going to turn it around. That's why Fangraphs for a 23 and 27 team still has them at a 60% chance to make the playoffs. And guess what? If they have one hot week, that'll jump up to 80. Uh, they come home. They're going to Colorado. We'll see what happens there. Uh, then they come home and play Oakland and Pittsburgh. So maybe maybe June can be their month. How about that? Watch. Mark it down. June is going to be the month of the Atlanta Braves. Find out. They... 23-27, like you said. That's the same record as the Red Sox. Yes. That, that kind of blew my mind. And the Red Sox are closer to a playoff spot than they are by too early to look at wild card standings, but by that oh, metric. I haven't looked at a wild card yet. Yeah. Can't do it. Um, Red Sox four back, Braves five back. The only difference is the Red Sox have three good teams ahead of them. Yeah. The Braves have one. Braves. Braves have one. And the Braves kind of did this last year. Yeah. Which you don't want to ride on too long, but. These two fan bases may be disappointed in this segment of Wake and Jake, but they're not disappointed in the season so far. Uh, the Brewers and the Cardinals. Are what we thought. They feel were. like we could have almost just wrote this down. Like, if you had us guess MLB standings come June 1st, I probably would have said, yeah, cards three games back of the crew. And that's where we are. We, we probably would have had Pirates and Cubs exactly flipped. Yeah. And then that's and that's like the only thing. But they're also they're, they're the same. Um, Bad for the Cubs, but Mil- the same. Milwaukee does have the most homers. That's a surprising one. How about your brew crew? Um, 20th in batting average. Different game. Uh, their pitching is just elite. Uh, that if they're going to lead the league in homers, they're going to be there. They're also six in stolen bases. They're a fun team, uh, and they're calling up some of their young guys. Uh, Aaron Ashby, Ethan Small. Uh, you know, we have some friends in the Brewers organization. Are they going to make, like, the kill shot move? Everyone's wondered that for a few years. Um, Every year they give the impression they're going to. The CC Sabathia, the... You know, there's rumors they were in Justin Turner. That wasn't necessarily a kill shot, but actually, when you look at some stats, Justin Turner can be a kill shot. Um, Brewers are the Brewers. Cardinals. Pretty pretty awesome Brewers, like, leading MLB and homers right now. And they they only have one guy in double digits. A little cheating, like Adamas has nine and has been out a little Mm. bit. And and Renfro, also at nine, been out like two weeks now. But that's cool. That's fun. A fun team, man. They play good defense. So do the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, who, by the way, are hitting pretty well. A lot of that might be tied to Paul Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmond and Nolan Arenado. Um, 
And whenever they call a, a guy, call up a guy. Nolan Gorman, their top prospect, uh, he's now, Fangraphs has him hitting second in their lineup. And by the way, he's had a good week. Um, <laughs> Could be in, in for an interesting daisy discussion next month. And, I mean, he's a guy that's supposed to be real deal and, like, the Cardinals as an organization. Um, Ryan Helsley was this, one of the stories out of their bullpen throwing easy cheese. They're all around. Our guy Jack Flaherty was throwing the other day. Um, oh, so he hasn't been around. Uh, Jordan Hicks has been out. Matts has been out. Tyler O'Neill, Dylan Carlson. So, again, when you talk about injury bug in different teams, right now the Cardinals can say they have – three-fifths of their rotation out, and they're two of their starting outfielders, and yet they're good. That's a good organization. Pittsburgh, uh, I hate you. Cole Tucker's a saint. Um, I don't know. Honestly, don't care. All of their numbers stink across the board. I think they've just won a couple more games. Um, you chang 0 for 4. People aren't. Pirates fans aren't ain't gonna like this segment, but literally none of the numbers. Individual. I, Jose Quintana's been nice. JT Brubaker. And David Bednar, their closer. Outside of that, there's almost no nice numbers anywhere around the Pirates. Cabrian. Cabrian Hayes is, is hitting for contact well. And I like him. He's doing he's overall showing you showing you good stuff. Be happy, baby. Be happy you have him. And yeah, nothing else. Tuca, Pita, Marcano. Um, the Chicago Cubs get to be a part of the story here. We thought they had a chance to be fun. Be in it by the trade deadline is what, I've, what I had been saying. Um, none of their numbers are really good. Um, they're starting to play some younger guys who, hey, maybe if they click Christopher Morrell, he was the cool homer the other day. Ian Happ was gangbusters to start. He slowed down a little bit. Wilson Contreras for what he's doing for the uh, catcher position is good. Patrick Wisdom went nuts uh, a week or two ago. And he had a slow start too, right? This roster is a little confusing. Uh, it has been from the start. Um Andrelton Simmons, look at some of the hate that guy was getting from Cubs fans. My guy Madrigal's around. He was hurt. He'll probably save the season. Stroh's kind of being Stroh. The rest of the rotation is bleh. They're actually getting an effort from their bullpen. Um, so they're bullpen, but they're kind of missing everything else. Maybe Summer at Wrigley can boost some of their hitting numbers, and that's where their team identity can link. But with their starting pitching, that's a very much a double-edged sword. Was hoping they'd be more of a part of this season. Say a Suzuki got off to a good start. They are worse than the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. Who I just said none of their stat page looked good. It's kind of telling. Not a ton of help on the way either in Wrigley. Only only like positive I've got for them. Clint Frazier came back over the weekend and is hitting. Clint. Which, and the defense is its own thing. And that seems to have not changed from... Some anecdotal things we we see on the internet, but BBD, I might need you to look this up. I was looking at some Clint uh, seen him hit internet action last night. I think he had a two out bunt or a two strike bunt the other day for a hit, and Cubs fans loved it, which was cracking me up. Anyways, 
Cincinnati Reds, you guys get your minute of spotlight because uh, you do deserve it. You withstood one of the worst Aprils <laughs> I've seen. A 3-18 and 18 April. Holy crap. Throw everything out the window. Were you guys going to be fun? Votto, the young guys, all of it. You get punched with a 3-18. and 18. Guess what? You win at Fenway last night to have a winning month of May. 14 and 13. You get to watch, for the month of May, you got to watch a winning product. I think you all would have lost that bet. They got some young guys. Votto had a scary bad start. Castillo was out. They're back. It sucks because it's, I mean, it's going to be a lost season, but I, I guess you can start getting excited for next year and if maybe the Luis Castillo trade finally happens or whatever else. Tyler Stevenson is a really good catcher. Um, I think they've been missing. Have they been missing Jonathan Windia? Yeah, at least was out. Early. Yeah. I don't think he's come back. Like right? he, He's been out. He's still on the aisle for them. He was supposed to be a bright spot. Um, Brandon Drury. I, I mean, there's... You get to watch Hunter Green. His numbers still aren't uh, super elite. The results aren't fully there. Cincinnati Reds, you had a winning month. The Cubs are in your sight. How about that? Jump the Cubs. Make people at Wrigley freak the bleep out. Kyle Farmer with a big week. Love that for him. Luis Castillo's been good since he came Luis Castillo is good. He's good. Oh, their team stats. Their team stats are still awful. You had a winning month. I'm happy for you. Alexis Diaz, we found out he's cool. We found out he's cool, and he has an older brother who plays baseball. Dodgers, again, you don't need any time. You just don't. You're a team that's had the injury bug. You can honestly say that, and you're fine. You're 33-16. and 16. Incredible stacked franchise. I'm going to do this like I, I did a couple of the other divisions. Uh, Colorado Rockies. Uh, good at home, bad on the road. You made some funky moves. <laughs> You're not good. You're good if Kelsey Winger's there, and she hasn't. So have her around more, I guess. Um, Rockies kind of got nothing for you. My D-backs have been better than expected. They're right. They're a game below 500. Someone tweeted at me the stats yesterday, and I loved it. It was like if... If the Diamondbacks haven't played the Dodgers this year, they would be like 22 and 17 or something. Hmm. But it's kind of funny. Dodgers are a really good team. If you They're not playing the best team of the decade. I'll say this. The NL West, <clears throat> Dodgers, Padres, Giants, D-backs, Rockies. I mean, there's an argument that the D-backs, if they were in the NL Central this year, hell, the NL East. Their record says they'd be the second best team in the NL East. And their division, again, we have this kind of weird East Coast, like, oh, the Phillies are good, the Braves are good, they just won. Dimebacks would be the second best team in the National League East. That being said, um, the San Francisco Giants are proving they are a good organization. The question just is, how good? Um, Are they going to be able to keep up with everyone? Their offense is there. Their pitching has not been. Which, again, if... I think if fans had to take a side of the Giants that you're more interested in, you would take Rodon, Webb, Cobb, Wood, 
Um, Camilo Duvall, Tyler Rogers, Jake McGee. Like, I would bet on them turning it back on. Their hitting's been good. Um, funny organization. But uh, shout out to their coaching staff. That's been a joke going on for a little while. But seriously, the San Diego Padres. I've been yelling about them here, talking baseball, saying they don't get talked up, talked up enough. We didn't know if they'd be a part of this season at all. At all. Um, and they are in the midst of it. Manny Machado, like hunting an MVP award this year. They're starting pitching. I thought it was elite. I got a little bit of guff for it. Not guff, but a little bit of bounce, bite back. They have been all that and more. Um, Joe Musgrove chasing a sigh. You Darvish turning it around lately. Sean Manaya having a good year. Mackenzie Gore having a good year. Uh, Snell getting better of late. Um, with Taylor Rogers in the bullpen. Again, Clevenger, this is supposed to be him. He went back on the IL. Fernando Tatis ain't been there. Apparently, I like using ain't now. Um, mm. Their offensive stats <clears throat> will not blow you away. 13th and on base percentage, 23rd in OPS, though. 26 in homers. Uh, that Tatis guy would help. Tell you that much. Um, yeah, I mean, if you take out Machado's kind of MVP push and Hosmer's hot start, the offensive stats, which again, if you're San Diego, good. Trade deadline's coming. Add some sticks. Look what the Braves did last year. Add a couple sticks and one or two click and you're home. Um, so happy they're a part of this season. I think the juice will really pick up when Nando comes back. I mean, there's there's a good piece to add. Uh, Giants, how good is your good? Oh, my God. Just saw Ghost. He looks like me if I was wearing the same shirt and I had a beard and a hat. But he looks like a ghost. It's crazy. Ooh, he thinks he's purge-proof. We'll see. Uh, you'll find out what that means tonight on one of the JM channels. Luke Voigt Goodson's coming back. Like Luke Voigt, he can hit. So maybe there you go. Yeah, good, not great, but good. And I think, and maybe closer to great lately. DH him if you can. All right, that was a little what we learned so far in baseball this year. Let's start wrapping it up, Biebs. Uh, and we'll go with the comment of the day. Comment of the day. It's comment of the day. Um, last episode, the Boston Celtics arrived at the NBA Finals. Uh, they won game seven against the Heat. Um, Tom Ace gave us some love. Expected Jake and BBD to take Memorial Day off. Missed live, but forgot they're built different. Yeah, we understand. That happens. That'll happen. Uh, Snarly Charlie said, let's go Canes. Bad news for you. Rebuilding year. Um, Tom, <laughs> BFL, <coughs> said, happy birthday, Jake. I don't know when your birthday is. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. It's pretty good. October. October. Uh, and then Matthew said, not too worried about the Halos. Biggest problem has been the bullpen, especially Loopy Glacius. They're both proven talent. Okay. 
Well, I'd be worried about the Yankees because we're coming at you. I'll be there tonight. Coming at you fast. Thank you guys uh, for listening and watching and baking the algo with me. I love talking sports with you guys. Leave a comment. uh, Something about your sports team or your sports world. Those are usually my favorite. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, bro of the night, uh, BBD. I mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you play bad teams in baseball, especially as Yankees fans, we can be rude and we don't even fully realize. Um, but there's a guy who was on the Royals who every time I saw him, I was like, man, this guy, this guy ain't it. And then where did he go from the Royals? He went to the Baltimore Orioles. He was on Milwaukee before that, but I didn't really see him. AL guy up until that point in my life. Um, Jorge Lopez, if you don't know, he was a starting pitcher for a while. The arm talent was there. The fastball was in the high 90s. Um, He was just always getting lit up, man. His ERA was in the six. Sixes every year. It feels like his, his ceiling is, guy will give you innings. But so, or the other side of that would be would be a guy that kicks to the bullpen. Now, most starting pitchers hate that. That's kind of a fear that's like a first step out. He went to the bullpen, and part of his story was he was asking to be in the bullpen, which again, that's like that's almost a no-no from a starting pitcher. He asked to go to the bullpen, and when he pitched every day. Every day when he was a bullpen guy, he would stop at the manager's office and say, I'm good to go today. For the Baltimore Orioles. Team not necessarily pushing the envelope, but he was willing to push his like You, push you might want to prioritize your own feeling good. Like, put his body on the line, basically, um, to do that. He has been their closer this year. Uh, in 21 games out of the bullpen, he has a 1-1-6 ERA. He has been lights out. And you're like, okay, Jake, highlighting the Orioles' closer again. Good shit, dude. Um, his son, Michael, uh, has had a series of chronic illnesses growing up. A little heavy, Jake. Okay, I know. Uh, over this weekend... Uh, was Michael's ninth birthday. Uh, and over that weekend, it was the first time his kids been able to see him play in person uh, in the past three years. First time in the past three years. So, you know, we all have stuff going on in our lives. Uh, some we talk about, some we don't. You know, I, I've seen Jorge Lopez on the mound a lot, especially with the Orioles before this season, and I was like, who is this dude? Kind of why isn't he good? The fastball was nice. This dude had a lot going on. Uh, And he just, he has now gone from, coming into this year, he had a career ERA of 6.04, and now he's in position to be an all-star. 23.1 innings, a 1.16, and... His son got to come see him play baseball. Hey, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. So he, him and Michael, are my bros of the night. BBD? Happy for him. 
on his way to the All-Star game and not just because the Orioles need a representative. Right. Just, he's actually good. And maybe both. In but. that role. Helps him, helps him punch that ticket. Mm. I'm giving out a bruh mm. of the night. Uh, and it's going to Chris Kreider. Mm. Monday night, game seven. Yankees are off. I'll watch hockey on purpose. Yeah. And he made that game not interesting. Second goal goes up two nothing early. Uh so you so so Rangers fans probably were breathing easy a little bit. Not not easy, but mm. like, oh we got got two goals early. Right. Uh end of the second. It's three nothing. You can still you're not not comfy. Sure. You're not out of the woods. Early in the third gets a fourth goal. They're up four nothing. I'm like I'm told playoff hockey game seven is the best thing you can watch. Mm. That was, mm. I didn't. I didn't have to lock into that game at any point. And and Chris Kreider did it twice. I would. Um. I would send all that energy at the tropical storms. Yeah. For just not being a good enough opponent for Chris Kreider. Um, yeah. It's a bra, and I think he's happy to have it. I'm sorry, Snarly Charlie. Um, okay, little bro, bruh, to wrap it up. Uh, everything on John Boy Media, I mentioned I'm on Farm to Fame. We're giving out pedals. We're giving out pedals on Talking Baseball. The All JM team uh, compound again, very popular of late. That Ian Happ guy. I think other teams are starting to tune in because they kind of want to find out who Ian Happ is. Morning on AMP, everything on AMP. Look out for Ashlyn, Joe's, Jolly, everyone. Talking Yanks, we're always rolling. Shea Station, uh, playing Watchins. Baggage is back, people. Go watch some of those today. Geo Guessers are electric. Everything we do is electric. Thank you, guys. Bake the algorithm. Enjoy the weekend when it gets here. I don't know. Enjoy everyone. I got some tweets or something. Send a text to a loved one. <laughs>